Welcome back to the Complete Health Rewire podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to give you five hacks for MyFitnessPal in five minutes. And we're going to show you how to speed up your tracking, make it more accurate and effective to allow you to see success in your health and wellbeing journey. We're joined today by head coach Stacey, transformation coach John, and our doctor of cardiovascular medicine and transformation coach, Dr. Jersey Patel. Here's a quick snippet of what to expect in our podcast today, and then we'll get into the main body. When we speak to most of our clients, it's not that they don't know how to track. It's not that they don't know the value of tracking, but often they feel that they don't have the time to do so. So this is why it's so important to have these little hacks that make things quicker and easier to implement, because the faster we implement, the quicker we can grow, the quicker we can grow, the quicker we can progress. So today we're joined by the team. We're going to give you five hacks for using MyFitnessPal to optimize tracking, to speed it up, and to make sure you're being as accurate as possible. So I think Stacey, kick off, give us your top tip for using MyFitnessPal. Yeah, so this all sort of, I suppose, can be summed up as make sure you're using good entries, you're finding good entries for the foods that you're looking for. A couple of tips on how to do that. Look for blue ticks where possible. So especially when you're using whole foods like rice or a vegetable or a meat sauce, if you find one with a blue tick beside it, it tends to be um, have been verified, so it's probably more accurate. Um, the other one would be just look at the entries that you're actually using, you know? So if you are searching for chicken breast and you pick an entry, actually go in and have a look at the data that it has, because if it has some calories listed, but there's no protein listed, that's obviously not a, a quality entry. You know, it's missing some of the data. It's probably not accurate. Um, you know, if you are again, looking for chicken breast and it's got carbs listed, but no protein, <laughs> probably not a good entry. So actually have a look because once you've found a good entry for a food that you eat regularly and you've used it, it's going to be in your recently used items. So it's going to be really easy for you to find again. So you just have to sort of invest that little bit of extra time to make sure it's a quality entry the first time. And then you've got it there, you know, for all future use. Um, and then as part of that too, try and find one that has grams listed. So a lot of the time on my fitness pal, the measurements would just be in cups or sometimes mill- milliliters, you know, and they'll be trying to tell you to track beans in milliliters <laughs> look for one that uses grams because it's going to be a lot more accurate rather than trying to say oh it was a cup of avocado because you know that's a lot a lot less accurate than actually saying oh, i had 50 grams worth yeah i think what you said there as well it, it sounds like it will speed the tracking up um i mean what's what's a really good tip that we could use in terms of the tracking as well i, I think john you had a really good one here um if you you know want to plan out the future days of what your day would look like with with calories and nutrition you could do that in my fitness pal um, a couple of days ahead of time plan out kind of what you're gonna have for breakfast lunch and dinner put it in there and then you can see the amount of calories and protein and you know the macro breakdown of of what you're eating and then you can decide whether you if you need to up your protein or or calories need to change you know something with that you can always let us know and we can go in there that that sort of thing um, you can also actually, um, once you've got a meal, uh, say you have the same meal for breakfast every day, you can copy and paste that meal into, you know, each day. So it's going to save you, save you time. Exactly. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people do struggle with when it comes to tracking is the first reason that people say that they haven't tracked, they haven't had time. So if we can speed that up, I think that's going to be really, really valuable. And you actually mentioned there as about obviously tracking in advance so that you can see the calories and numbers in the data. So for me personally, when I go on the web app, as opposed to using the phone app, I just find that the data is so much clearer to see. You can see the calories, you can see the protein, the carbs, the fats, the fiber, 
You can even tweak what you want to see if it's going to be fiber intake or sugar intake or sodium. So you can get all that information a lot, for me, a lot quicker. And then you can start to adjust things faster too. Um, the other side of that is using the web app. If you're looking to build recipes and the recipe that you used is from another website, you can literally just copy that website URL into the recipe function and it pulls all the data through for you, pulls all the ingredients, the quantities through for you. And then you can just decide how many servings you made out of that meal. I think something that Stacey mentioned earlier is just make sure it's pulled through the right ingredients. Because I think once it said ginger, and in fact, on the entry on my fitness palette came as ginger ale, which is clearly not something you're going to be putting in your curries. So just something to be uh, to be mindful of there. Um, I think also just when we're tracking some of these uh, recipes, we don't necessarily need to be tracking things like ginger, garlic, and spices. The calories from that is so minimal from one dish to the next that I personally wouldn't you know, put too much time and effort and energy into tracking those. So again, we can start to speed things up by focusing on the actual bigger uh, kind of bigger ingredients for those meals that are going to carry more calories, more protein, carbs, and fats, and whatnot. Um, and just be consistent with your tracking. Like, be really consistent. If you're going to use cooked weights in, in some meals and raw weights in others, it's going to become a little bit convoluted for you. Just use the same kind of technique each time. And if you can use it consistently, it's going to create a lot less confusion for you. But I, I know with the web app, there are kind of limitations there as well, Josie. Yeah. So if you are using your phone, you can use the barcode scanning feature on that, which obviously you can't use on the web um, app. But with the barcode, again, like what Stacey said, you just need to like just check your entry because sometimes the barcode might link it up to a completely different product. So just check. And if it's something that you have regularly, then it's fine because it's saved in your frequently foods list. Absolutely. Uh, I think that information there should get you really clear on my fitness pile, a few hacks. Of course, there's more nuanced information that you might want to ask us questions about. So feel free to reach out to us at any point to do that. And obviously, if you're a client, then just literally post your MyFitnessPal entries onto the client members area and then allow us to give you as much feedback as you possibly need to allow yourself to progress. If you enjoyed this episode today, all I need from you is to subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, rate it and review it. If you share this to a friend or family member, you'll be helping us in our mission to educate and inspire our community to positive change. If you're looking for more information like this, then check out Instagram at The Indian Body Coach, where we share daily tips to support your health and well-being. Thank you again for tuning in. I'm incredibly grateful. And until next time, have a powerful week.